0: Here we go. This comes to us from our good friend, Jordan Maywood. Steamed clams. You call hamburger steamed ham. Yes. Deborah! Hello, welcome to the LubroCube. Uh, my name is Jordan Maywood and I am the Lubro LubroCuber. This show is a journey into the uh, uh, mind of myself, which is a weird way to say it. Oh boy, this is going to be a bad one, I could tell, and we're already a minute in. God damn it. Uh, Yeah, so basically... Let me boil it down for you. What is happening? I talk about all the media I have consumed on this podcast. Why would I do such a thing? I'll tell you why. God damn it. Because... Uh, I feel like if you just let it sit in your mind and don't uh, pour it forth in some manner, be it, you know, talking at the the water cooler down at the office, water cooler talk, that used to be a thing. Although, even pre-COVID, that uh, had never been a thing. I, I, I We did have a water cooler, but I don't know if I ever really talked about anything around it which is kind of disappointing what a wasted opportunity that i may not get to have again hmm curious curious anyways uh so so i i get it out i force it out i i i I don't just let it sit in my mind I, i i make room for new stuff like kelly bundy used to do when there was an episode where she learned a bunch of stuff but then she like forgot how to like eat toast or something something like that remember that one uh, so, so that's what this is. Now, the possibility exists that you may not have consumed some of this media yourself. So I warn of that possibility because I don't want to I don't want to spoil things for you. That wouldn't be kind or considerate. So this is a spoiler warning is what that was disguised, but a spoiler warning nonetheless. OK, uh, now I'm going to push a series of buttons that will take us through the various segments of the show is how that works like this button. monologue today's movie monologue sponsor is welcome to miami tourism board thank you for that sponsorships of this movie monologue in which i just have two movies yeah a short uh, i'm aiming for a short episode because i got a lot of shit to do uh i should say on that note uh yesterday was uh, the mrs and i's this 10-year wedding anniversary so that's you know that's something um And that's why I got shit to do today. You know, romantic shit. Romantic shit. You ever take a really nice romantic shit? Probably not. But uh, how do I segue from that into this? By questioning how I segue. There you go. Uh, uh, Bad Boys for Life from 2020. Which is this year. Two hours and four minutes. Yeah, every single one of these movies was a little too long, I feel like. Uh, Action movies... The, this is not as bad as the second one. second one felt like it ended, and then I looked, and it was like 40 minutes left. This one at least didn't have that. Uh, Miami Detective Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett must face off against a mother and son pair of drug lords who wreak vengeful havoc on their city. The city in question, of course, is Miami. Um, yeah, this is another Bad Boys film. We got Joey Pants. You know, he's in there. Uh, it's it's fine. It's it's action-y. It's, uh, it's been updated, I suppose, for the modern audience. There is... Uh, you know what's very interesting? Um, watching this and watching cops do things like pull guns on people they're interrogating and put the guns to their heads, uh, it, there's a different level to it now where you're like, Jesus Christ, cops are <laughs> not good. Uh, yeah, so, uh, it's, it's, you're, you're, like, I, I feel like, are we... Or potentially movies like this, where bad boy cops—well, I guess it's literally in the title there—where where where, where renegade sort of bad boy, boy, bad boy cops are like the heroes of the story. Are are those sort of stories going to go away? I kind of feel like they will, and maybe they should, because maybe people watching movies like this and then saying, "Oh yeah, I want to be a cop," uh, that's the reason we have cops the way we do, because they are looking up to people who do shit like this. Now, sure, you could say they're doing it to, you know, save the day or whatever, but, uh, but still, do the ends always justify the means? I would hazard a guess, no. Okay, well, I wasn't expecting to go into that. Uh, rating-wise, uh, it's fine. Uh, it's, it's, despite all I just said. Uh, uh probably go a three-ish, maybe a little less for those, uh, occasional feelings of Jesus Christ. Um... Uh, If you're unfamiliar with my rating scale, three is enjoyed while watching, but probably wouldn't watch again. Um, And I can't think of a scenario really where I would want to watch this. And you sort of expect in these movies, uh, what they should do, what I wish they would do is lean, especially with Martin Lawrence in there. Not that Will Smith's any slouch either is uh, lean heavier into the laughs. Like I I bet you, you could make these movies like pretty goddamn funny just uh, don't take yourselves as seriously as they do. Which is, excuse me, probably one of the knocks I would make against this. Like, it's supposed to be a very, very serious movie. Um, a, a serious action movie, which uh, I, I feel like if they changed that tone, I might have liked it more. So, you know, whatever. Uh, moving on to movie the second called The Facility. Oh, from 2012. Oh, you know what? This felt newer for some reason. Uh, Eight volunteers find themselves fighting for their lives when a drug trial goes horribly wrong. You know what? Uh, Maybe the reason this felt newer uh, is because it made me think that... Uh, you know, there's probably thousands, if not tens of thousands, of people around the globe right now, uh, in various drug trials <laughs> for for COVID stuff, and and with that happening right now, like you know, it's 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 happening around the world. People are are testing drugs, and uh, some of um, some of these tests are now in human trials, um, and it makes me think that you know, uh, human drug trials for say. Uh, what's just sort of a, 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 a disease that, uh, I don't know, uh, herpes. <laughs> okay. So human drug trials for herpes, they're probably going to be very strict about them. They're probably not going to take too many chances. Um, they're probably, you know, going to follow the book, whatever that book might be and, uh, 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 not put people in any danger. Whereas with COVID, I bet you those standards of uh, um, taking risks, let's say, are a lot less. I, I almost would have to assume, no? With uh, all the people dying and the world uh, irrevocably, question mark, changed uh, these trials, I, I feel like maybe they're a little more intense, a little more uh, uh, risque, Mm, risky (laughs) not risque uh so uh watching this in in which we don't really know what the uh, and i don't think we ever find out what the drug they're testing is for uh but it uh it basically turns them into like insane people uh, uh, it goes on rampage killing sort of zombie esque almost, uh, in, in a sort of feel. Um, there's at one point a guy just sort of uh, the drug causes him to go insane to the degree where he starts peeling his face off and he's got like flaps of his scalp hanging above his eyes. It's pretty gruesome, the movie <laughs> in general, as you can guess by that sentence I just said. Uh, it, it's pretty crazy and uh, yeah. It's, it's definitely what I would call, and uh, I feel like I haven't had this come up in a while uh, lately, a sweaty palms movie. Uh, a movie that's going to make your palms sweat. Uh, it, it definitely falls into that category. Uh, this was the choice of the missus, I should say. She likes this sort of shit, and I don't mind it either. Uh, uh, a dose of intense horror, it says on the box cover, if there is a box cover out there um rating wise yeah I, I go like a solid four uh it, it's definitely intense uh, uh, definitely <laughs> which maybe you don't want an in intense movie right now which i wouldn't blame you but we didn't watch a horror movie in a while and this uh definitely fit the bill as it were let me push another button now Television talk today's television talk sponsor is a vat of acid thank you for that sponsorship in which we're talking rick and morty uh, uh season five episodes six to ten because they decided to break the season into uh chunks like that for some reason and actually you know what i don't know is is season five over is it 10 episodes total or will there be another chunk uh, coming our way sort of an interesting way of doing it and i wonder if it was uh what is sort of the impetus for them deciding to do it this way curious curious uh yeah a lot of uh, good and interesting things let's uh Go through uh, Edge of Tomorrow, t- to morty Rick Die, Rick Pete. <laughs> These titles. Yeah, uh, I think this may have been my favorite one. Is Crystals, Possible Future Deaths. Yeah, um, that one was cool. Uh, what would you do if you could see uh, your future uh, and, and what each individual... Uh, a sort of choice you make how it affected that i've always i've often had that thought or you know you know it's a a similar thought i've had um if you could and and i think this would be cool like 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 a cool wish if you if you had that that genie's wish this this might be a cool one uh go back to you know i I don't think you'd want to go too far back go back to say I don't know, uh, 10 years old. Yeah, let's just make it an, a nice metric number <laughs> since I'm Canadian after all. Go back to 10 years old uh, with all the knowledge in your head that you have uh, at your age now, at your current age. So I'm uh, four, 39. 39. Uh, <laughs> for a second I thought it was 40, but I, but then I remembered born in 81. Okay, so uh, uh, so you you would know everything that you had done. Uh, you would know everything that happened in the world. So, uh, with, with that in mind, you could sort of, uh, you wouldn't have to worry about money because you could, uh, uh, uh you know, invest in companies that you knew were going to do well. Uh, if you had a mind, which I do not for, you know, uh, uh, sports events, you would know which ones to bet on, you know, dumb stuff like that, where you would know, uh, um, uh, you, you wouldn't have to worry about money basically. Um. If you knew someone, you know, died in an accident that you loved, you could, uh, prevent that, uh, a lot of, the <laughs> one, uh, very selfish thing I thought of, uh, I, I had uh, more than once, uh, um, uh, girls tell me that they had crushes on me, uh, uh, you know, in high school, and I had no idea because to this day I'm not good at reading signs of that nature, so, God damn it, <laughs> why didn't you just friggin' tell me? uh so you know stuff like that oh you did okay well there you go uh okay the old man in the seat uh is, oh yeah the person this was the personal oh wait a second i think i'm reading the wrong ones i am that's from the first oh my god i'm an idiot okay well w- hey Just because I read the wrong episode uh, uh, title and spoke about the wrong episode doesn't mean that wasn't interesting, question mark. Uh, Never Ricking Morty. Okay, so this was the train one. Which, uh, and I think that's why I said it was my favorite, because I think this one was my favorite of this chunk. Just anything to do with, like, sort of... I guess it's not really time. It's sort of time, but, like, multiple... Which you know the first one is sort of like this or the one I just mentioned, where it's like multiple. Um. What do you call them? Not uh not timelines. I guess it is kind of multiple timelines. Uh, w- where like uh, uh. Things can sort of split off. I'm not explaining that right. So let's move on to the next one. Uh, Promortius. This was the face hugger... Take over your body thing episode. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually have a plush... <laughs> face hugger. Which is, you know... Came in uh, back in the day when I used to do the loot crates. Uh, anyways... Yeah, so uh, imagine something attached to your face... And then uh, took control of your body... And was like sentient... And walking and talking... You know, stuff like that. Um, so that's an interesting... Thing... Uh, uh, child of child Rick of Mort okay so this was uh, the last one I watched where somehow some someway uh, 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 Morty wait Jerry takes Morty and summer somewhere... uh, sorry Rick sometimes I get it's like Finn and Jake from Adventure uh, Time and Rick and Morty from this sometimes I get the names backwards uh because I'm bad with names. Uh so Rick somehow some way had sex with a planet and the planet is uh giving birth to things. <laughs> I guess spawn. Yeah, let's just call them spawn. So uh he decides through summer's urging to take care of this spawn uh and, and sort of uh, build a society. Uh interesting idea. Um, yeah, that episode was fine. fine. And then last but not least, Star Mort Rick Turn of the Jerry. Okay, so uh, I haven't watched this one yet. And what I decided I wanted to do was instead of uh, talking about it, uh, try to guess what it's about based on the title. Uh, and as soon as I read the title, uh, you know what this this is how this this oh my god this is the worst episode I've done probably uh, this is how I de- how this decision came about I I decided okay well uh, it's episode six to ten uh, I I haven't watched the tenth one yet because it hasn't unlocked for me yet on the uh, Adult Swim channel uh, but I want to record this and uh, I didn't have any television to talk to so talk about so uh you know this is what i decided uh, i'm going to talk about the last episode um by guessing what it's about just on the title and then i read the title and i thought oh jesus christ it's going to be hard <laughs> uh star mort rick of the jerry okay so clearly a star wars reference right star wars return of the jedi now, uh, this comes up a lot on the podcast, uh, my love of Star Trek uh, and how I find Star Wars to be both very good and quite possibly the most overrated thing on the planet. <laughs> so, uh, I Star Wars Return of the Jedi, I, I don't remember which one that is off the top of my head. Uh, it's one of the original three, Return of the Jedi. It's one of the ones I've seen multiple times. Used to watch these when I was a child. Uh, watched them, uh, repeatedly. But then I grew up and started, uh, an appreciation for adult things, like Star Trek. <laughs> oh, some good zings on this one that I wasn't planning. So, Star Mort, Return of the Jerry. So, Jerry, uh, is... Uh, decides he wants to uh, 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 be an adventurer like uh, 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 Morty. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, l- like Morty. So uh, he steals uh, a, a, a portal machine, a, a portal gun. Are they just called portal guns? I forgot. So steals a portal gun and uh, ends up uh, meeting up with a bunch of other jerrys who have done the same okay okay i like where this is going where they start a council of jerry's a a jerry council Uh, and um uh, eventually the uh with the exception of the jerry from this universe turn to the dark side uh, and then he has to go to Wreck to say, uh, "Help, help! I've uh, inadvertently created uh, a a Jerry Council that's turned to the dark side. Can you help me? Uh, they're they're trying to kill me." Okay, yeah, that 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 sounds like a uh, possibility, and that's off the top of my head. So uh, you gotta assume they came up with something better than that. Yes, moving on, I suppose. Today's game, gabin sponsor is the Bonobo Crime Family. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, so we've got a, 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 an interesting one here, which uh, I've done some of these in the past. I've got a character backstory. Uh, I am playing a, 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 a monkey a mafia accountant. <laughs> yes. That is a sentence that i have just said uh in a i was gonna say a dnd game but it's not technically dnd uh i've mentioned this a little bit uh it's a campaign where we're playing uh, mutant animals um and uh, we started out using one system called uh, low fantasy gaming but it didn't quite suit uh for the the dm made the ultimate uh, decision um, but, uh, the players, me and another guy, it's actually just the DM and, uh, me and one other guy so far. Uh, we've had a couple people, I, I, think, uh, want to potentially sign up. Uh, one of them was supposed to show up, just didn't show up. So, it's actually, to be honest, um, if you know anything of role-playing games like Dungeons & Dragons, which is, this has many similarities to, when it's just, uh, uh, the guy running the game, the DM, the Game Master, um, and two players, uh, you're going to get a lot of uh, sort of uh, game time, a lot of play time, a lot of attention, and uh, it, it ends up being a lot of fun. So, I, I haven't minded the fact, I mean, as a DM, you probably mind it more. Because uh, it's you have to make changes quite often when it's only two players. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, in fact, one of the changes we made was from that original system. Low Fantasy Gaming, because it was a very, uh, sort of a, I guess, old school, I don't know if it was t- actually old, but old school feel in terms of difficulty where, you know, like uh, like one or two good hits could kill you and you're dead, basically. Um, so it didn't really lend itself too well to the fun factor, I felt, uh, especially when we had sort of upped the silliness of a, well, a, a monkey mafia accountant and a uh an octopus sort of dressed uh almost like octodad uh dressed in a uh a trench coat he's playing an artificer which is like a, a creator of things sort of wizardly a little bit um so us two combined meant uh, in this very harsh world that we could have died quite easily so uh the dm and uh w- with our sort of input which was nice of them, uh we decided to move to a new system called squadron uk that's the name of it oh which i should mention the the dm is from the uk which is perhaps why he knew of this system uh which is also kind of cool uh, to have a a dm running your role-playing game with a uh, english accent you know f- feels a little classy right um Uh, the other guy sort of interestingly is uh over there as well in the uk but is from new jersey so we've got uh uh uh, the us canada and uh uh, the uk all represented in this game which is kind of cool um this new system uh apparently it was built around uh like superhero games which uh, i've I've never played one i've heard i've heard of them i think fate is often used for that anyways um Games in which you're going to roleplay as a superhero. So basically we converted our characters from this uh, uh, low fantasy gaming to the squadron UK uh, in order to uh, sort of make us feel more powerful and uh, which I, I feel like allows us to do, you know, sillier, crazier things, whereas... Uh like <laughs> when we played the first session uh, using the original system, there was a time where I literally had to run away and hide under a bed, or I probably would have died, which you know uh, yeah, i I didn't mind it necessarily. it's just uh it's also fun to feel powerful uh so that's what the hope is, and we've played one session with it so far, and uh it, it was fun uh we're playing uh biweekly, so next Saturday. All right, uh, so let me read the backstory of uh, uh, Duval, is the uh, name of the monkey, Uh, just to see uh, some of the sort of craziness that I am trying to impart. Uh Uh, Okay. Uh, Where most mutated animals gained their sentience and human age shapes through some form of radiation or scientific experiment, Duval went about it in a slightly different route. He was a normal everyday monkey, living in a small but well-appointed zoo outside of Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, when one day, for him alone, the days started to repeat. At first, he did not notice. After all, he was a monkey in a zoo, so not much changes. But every morning, the zookeepers would play a different song to rouse the monkeys. And for uncountable days, the song did not change. And either the song, or the time passing, or the fact that he was no longer aging, started to have an effect on Duval. Uh, I placed a link to the song here, which I don't know if you'll be able to hear it. It'll be quiet if you can. Uh, if you can't hear that, which uh, judging by the looks of it, you probably couldn't hear it very well. Uh, the Banana Splits was uh, uh, the band. The song is the Tre-La-La song, also known as One Banana Two Banana Three Banana Four. He's a monkey. <sighs> like how an infinite amount of monkeys randomly typing on typewriters will eventually type out the works of Shakespeare, one day Duval escaped from the zoo almost by accident. From that day forward he would consistently escape his confines where he would explore and learn until after who knows how long he learned to count then to write then eventually to speak he was still basically just a monkey but one day but one that had lived so long that whatever science or magic that trapped him in this loop eventually seeped into his mind and gave him a personality Perhaps it was the song that started his each day, but he developed a love of numbers. There were days he would sneak into a nearby accountancy firm, where eventually he worked his way through all their forms and the entire building. He would watch movies as well, and was particularly fond of uh, character actor Robert Duvall, who he took his name from the role he can and did watch over and over again was that of tom hagan in the godfather a mafia accountant had the perfect mix of math and excitement that he so craved until one day he vowed that whatever it took he would risk he would escape this repeating life and fulfill his dream a fortunate vow as the next day when he awoke time had gone back to normal giving him the opportunity to pursue it. It was a good news, bad news situation, though, as time outside the loop had proceeded to some degree, and he found himself in the burnt-out and slightly irradiated zoo with no living thing in sight. That was the bad news. The good news was that the first people... He came across seemed to be humanoid chimpanzees in pinstripe suits. He was shocked to find out that they could talk, although uh, it was to make fun of his size and nakedness. It was not long in conversation that both, not, both sides knew something strange was happening, which meant bringing Duval to the boss, who ended up being uh, head of the Bonobo crime family, a family that Duval has worked for ever since as their consigliere, or consigliere, if you prefer, and I hope you do. internet intercourse I like turtles today's internet intercourse sponsor is Scorch Fountain Flaming Hot Fizzy Water Dispenser thank you for that sponsorship Okay, first two items are intertwined almost by accident, or no, I guess it's not. Uh, Noclip has uh, uh, been spitting out uh, some shorter uh, docs lately, which has been fun. Uh, One in particular caught my eye, it is about uh, the game Dwarf Fortress, which is something I've been hearing, you know, sort of dribs and drabs of over the years, and and has uh, always sounded interesting. It still hasn't been sort of fully released. I could probably get a copy now if I wanted to. Um, but it's still in alpha or beta. or it, 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 I, I have it on my Steam wish list. I know that. And when it's like done. I'll, I'll probably get a copy. I, I, and right now even I, I'm i fighting the input, impulse, impulse to buy it. Despite its unfinished state. Um, but, uh, you know, it's the same thing with Baldur's Gate. Like, I'm seeing a lot of cool Baldur's Gate stuff and how it's going to release with a fair amount of content, for the sounds of it. But, uh, I really want to try to fight that and just wait until it's, like, fully done, fully out, uh, in, in a ready 100% game. That, that sort of thing. Despite my impulse to want to buy it beforehand. Anyways, a uh, Dwarf Fortress. Very, very interesting uh if you watch people if you sort of see a screenshot of the game it's going to make zero sense basically it's all uh, and to explain it as well is difficult which is why i recommend this no clip uh, documentary um yeah, you know what I'm going you know, to do? I have to say this. I think I said it last episode as well. Kids, if work is hard, don't do it. And it's hard to describe this game, so I'm not going to. Just go check it out yourself. Uh, I've also been watching, sort of in conjunction, that sort of came about from this doc, um, uh, this thing called Scorch Fountain, where uh, it's a guy playing the game, and he's sort of uh, narrating it and, and sort of building a story with it. Uh, and it's just sort of uh, beautiful, relaxing, very chill, uh, chill vibes, which in these times are are, are, are great finding. That's one thing I'm really loving of YouTube lately, is that just sort of scoping things out, finding things that are just sort of chill and relaxed. Uh, you can do so on YouTube uh, quite easily, uh, and this very much uh, falls into that category. And uh, he's still making more, too. I've watched the first uh, dozen episodes uh scorch fountain it's called and it's all just him telling the story of his door fortress and uh, uh does some behind the scenes but it's mostly from a sort of storytelling point of view which is a uh, quite a, quite a quite a cool thing quite a cool story is brewing in his game that he's telling uh he and there's some extrapolation maybe but uh, very very cool and i recommend it highly Uh, another thing from the internet that I had to mention is Danny Trejo's Animal Crossing Island apparently uh, Danny Trejo is playing uh, Animal Crossing which uh, you can listen to my review from a couple episodes ago it it didn't really grab me like it has clearly some including Danny Trejo Uh, more of a uh, Stardew Valley fan for sure Um, but uh, it it was cool to see him get excited about this just similar to Scorch Fountain? Oh, here, here, here's a weird sentence. Similar to Scorch Fountain, uh, Danny Trejo uh, seems sort of like just sort of a chill dude a lot of the time. Like, a, he, he's famously nice, famously sort of happy, and, uh, and it, it sort of makes sense that he likes Animal Crossing uh, in some regards. In some regards, it's, <laughs> it's strange. <laughs> but uh, I'm actually sitting beside something with uh, Danny Trejo's autograph on it right now. Hey, coincidence? Yes. Uh, last but not least, uh, uh, maybe least cause it's sad news, uh, staying in with Emily and Kumail. Yeah. So I think I spoke of it, uh, when it first started, uh, it was one of a few of the podcasts that started right when quarantine sort of came along, uh, uh husband and wife. We've got the uh, stay F. homekins with Paul F. Tompkins and, uh, his wife. Oh shit. Well, what's the hell's her name? Janie. I'm so bad with names, which I've already mentioned in this episode. So, you know there's proof. Uh, and then there's this one with, uh, Emily and Kumail, uh, which, uh, did their last episode. Uh, I, I think because quarantine is the quote unquote ending in the U S, which is a scary thought. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, but also because, uh, maybe they had sort of, uh, it had sort of run its course, the, the reason they had done the podcast something to that effect. And it's sad that it's over, but, uh, you know, you have a bunch of episodes there to go check out should you wish, which is sort of an interesting thing. Just that note of, uh, when <laughs> I almost want to say when inevitably, uh, uh, people are forced, uh, forced. Hmm. Well, that's, that's the question, isn't it? when they see that they shouldn't have opened up which we're already starting to see uh will they restart the podcast i don't know uh jeez oh, god that's a sort of crazy thing S- sitting here in canada watching what's happening in the us it's just like some some things like that it's just it's hard to it's really hard to wrap your mind around what is going on just in the world in general but then <laughs> in the us perhaps in particular so uh, uh my my thoughts and prayers no, I'm not going to use that. My, uh, my, my my worry goes out to you. My my, my thoughts of... Uh, I hope you are all okay down there. And uh, uh, we do care. We do care. I mean, I hope they keep the border closed. But we do care. Nonetheless, folks, we made it to the end, I suppose. Uh, it's nice to be nice to the nice. This is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening